0: With Luke, Luke for the line,
1: it's the line, Reynolds...
0: Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, g'day guys. Welcome back to another, I should say the first episode officially of the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Whoa. Uh, brought to you by the Standard Squeeze. As always. I'm your host, the Super Coach Brain, and I'm joined by my co-host, the Super
1: Coach Matrix. How you going, mate? Oh, just in my element, I've smashed some sushi. I've got a couple of beers under my belt. I'm ready to go. Let's talk footy. Love that, mate. Um, Guys, for anybody watching,
0: we are live. Drop your questions for this round. It's a bit of a doozy, this one. We've got a fair bit to play out, as as it always is. I, I feel like every single week we hop on here and say that there's plenty to touch on. Um, it just feels like one of those seasons where there's always something popping up at the moment.
1: Sorry, I left it here. Sorry, just, to, to, the, you um, sorry, just oh, to the Warriors, absolute carnage. We missed that one, so...
0: Yeah, luckily, we've actually dodged a few bullets, funnily enough. But um, yeah, drop your comments, guys. If you have any questions, we'll cover them all throughout the show. Hit the subscribe button as well right underneath if you're watching us on YouTube. Give us a follow if you're listening on Spotify or Apple as well to help us grow the podcast. Uh, lots to dig into. We've, we'll quickly touch on the two games that were played yesterday. Obviously, we yep. didn't get a chance to cover those on Monday's show, so we'll go through those very quickly. Uh, we'll talk about the most bought and sold as well, what kind of things we need to be doing with Turbo, really. that's. A, I think we could probably do a whole show on what you could do with Turbo this week and, and how to play that, how to look at it. So yep. we'll cover all of that, all the Super Coach news, all the team list news for Round 9 as well um, as our trade thoughts. I mean, Normally, we'd do the show and have at least 48 hours to actually mull it over, but we've only we've got less than a day now before game one, so got to make decisions pretty quick this week.
1: Um, yeah, look, there's a lot going on.
0: It is. We is. Let's just dig in then, mate. Like, at the end of the day... Let's,
1: let's talk about our lord and saviour, Joey Manu.
0: Yeah, well, I, I got him. You captained him, didn't you? So you went a little bit yeah. above me. You went a level above me. You'd be happy with the 90, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I was happy with the 90. It was other. It was Captain Nico, and I'll take that risk. Um, I feel like, you know, I had a chance. I made a pod decision. Didn't really pay out, but it cost me 40, no, seven points. So, yeah, not not too worried. But, yeah, uh, Joey Marnie looks fantastic and could be a genuine captain option again this week.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll get to our captaincy options a little bit later, but he currently has the C for me this week. Um, I'll explain why a little bit later, but uh, the, uh, I guess from a super coach perspective in this game, Tyrell Sloan scored 90. Um, so he's had a couple of big games back to back now uh, with a negative 33 break even coming up against the Bulldogs this week. Um He's, he's a genuine option for me this week, I think. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, but I think I've seen enough personally. What are your thoughts on on Sloan?
1: Look, you throw the numbers at him, and I'm not sure it fully re- reflects watching him play. I am not the biggest fan, but coach wise he's getting it done. Has a low floor, but has a really high ceiling. Um, look, I'd like a bit more base out of my centre wingers, but hey, yeah. Um, Beggars can't be choosers. It's 450K if you're running someone like AKP or Warbrick. Um, yeah, I don't think it's side base. I Definitely with the negative 34 break even, I think it's a really good, really good play.
0: Yeah, and the draw looks nice too. Um, they've got the Bulldogs into the Tigers into the Cowboys. Three teams that are underperforming this year and are looking pretty ordinary. Um, so he'll be one of my moves this week. Um, yep. Now, Tao Tao Moga, 111. So he's averaging ninety odd this year, and he hasn't been named uh, for the Dragons. He's out with a shoulder injury, from what it seems. Yeah. Um, so obviously he's not a buy. He's not going to make you that cash this week. His he break even's huge, though. If he gets another game under his belt and you have him, he, I reckon he's a hold. He only needs yeah. one more game to make you one hundred cash. Oh,
1: surely you don't really have him yet, though. Um, I just think he's a watch. Let's wait until he gets named. And um, and yeah, if you look, if you have a trade to burn and you're looking for some cash generation, Tao uh, Tao is a watch.
0: For sure. Teddy 76 scored his first try of the year in round eight. How ludicrous is is that? Is he back? The answer is no. Um, With Origin coming up, availability is going to be ordinary through the middle of the season. Uh, He still doesn't look great, does he? Uh, He just doesn't look himself. I don't know whether Manu helps him or hinders him either, so I'm steering clear of Teddy until maybe back end of the season if he comes good.
1: Yeah, I think think it's a watch. Uh, I think if he sticks around this money and you get out of Origin, I'd be happy to pick him up, but yeah that that Origin looming is really really scaring me off,
0: for sure. Um, I'm going to hold one of my points on this game, the Dragons play specifically for a little bit later because it's a bit of a talking point there. I might he might be coming into my team this week, so I'd like to get your opinion on that a little bit later. And lastly, Death Taxes and Ridley uh, Radley getting binned. Just three games in a row that
1: I'm not. Super sure he deserved that one. But, hey, when you've got that... Let's look at Dylan Brooks in the NBA. You know what? You step out of line after you have done it a few times. They're just looking for a reason to get rid of you. That's
0: actually a really good comparison, Dylan Brooks. Uh, Yeah. All right, mate. Let's move on to the next one. We won't harp on these games. Too long from Tuesday night. Storm 30 beat the Warriors 22.
1: Can I jump in that CNK... 77 points, break-even of 58, looked electric in 55 minutes. That's where the positivity sort of stopped because he won't play for three weeks.
0: Yeah, it's the uh, the short turnaround for the Warriors, isn't it, um, with this round, actually, when, when I was going through and having a look at the teams and having a look at the draw, the Warriors cop three games in 11 days. Have a guess who they play. So they obviously just up. played Melbourne into the Roosters this week into the Panthers within eleven days. So whoever did that scheduling has absolutely stitched the Warriors up.
1: Put the, put your house on the Warriors losing because CNK has been instrumental to their success this year. For sure Torhu so Harris.
0: Torhu Harris yeah. being out again for God knows how long. So and the yeah, odds actually
1: really the odds actually aren't that bad for the other teams against the Warriors because you're picking the team that's coming second at the moment. Yeah, load up.
0: Yeah. 100%. Uh, Meany, you said last week, hey, is Meany an option? I said, oh, I'm not sure. It goes out and gets 117. Um, Look, good. Looks good again. Yeah. Keeps passing the eye test, keeps doing a job. Um, bit out. We're pr- kind of priced out of the Meany market, though, aren't we? I
1: needed to do it last week and you talked me out of it, you're nothing.
0: <laughs> hey, mate, a good tradesman doesn't blame his tools. You can make <laughs> your own decisions. Um, Harry Grant, 104. Uh, yeah. As a non owner last week, when he got 30 odd, I was thinking, shit, I'm, I'm in a pretty good spot here. I made the right move getting rid of him, and then obviously he bashes out a ton, which honestly I saw coming. I could I could see that coming from a mile away. But he's got the bye this week.
1: Yeah, and he's not going to score any points this week. So uh, up in that category. He's yeah, absolutely 50 if you count this coming week and the last two weeks, 50 yep. a week.
0: Good maths from you. Very, yep. very impressive.
1: Yeah, astute even.
0: Adam Fanua Blake got 102. Uh, I saw that he's in the top 10 most bought, I think. Oh, Um, yeah. Not for me, personally. No, no. He scored a try as well.
1: Yeah, it was just a once-off thing with him. Um, Expect 50s out of him. Expect 60s out of him. Uh, But, yeah, he's not going to score 100 every week, and I feel like people are chasing last week's points.
0: Yeah, so, and Munster 99, you get... What you pay for, you pay upwards of 800k. You're going to get close to 100 from from a guy yep. like that every single week. With Origin coming up, though, I'm moving further and further away from guys that are going to have bad availability. Um, we'll do a full episode on on buy planning and things like that very soon as well. That's going to be one not to
1: miss because that's going to start to get pretty important now. St- Storm scoring 30 though, I probably would have hoped that these are the games that Monster gets the 120. If I've if I've burnt 800k on a on a five
0: yeah, that's true. That is true. It's
1: hard to say he scores 99 and you're disappointed. But if you spend 800K on him, uh, you need that.
0: Yep. Uh, Christian Mid-Welch gets another mid-57. You could bank on him getting between 50 and 60. No, and that's fine. That's a plug and play in the front row forward this year in a pretty mid position.
1: Like we paid 440 for him. You know what? Am I going to complain? Probably not. Let's just roll with it.
0: Ellie Katoa owners might start complaining. Uh, So he's got 38 and a 20 in the last two weeks coming into a buy. So, I mean, whilst you can't lose cash this week, uh, you might have other problems with everything else going on uh, this week. But he's going to start to bleed some cash. Um, So he might be one of the guys that you either back for the year and just hope that he continues to get good ball outside Hughes um, or you move him on now to somebody.
1: So with the 11-day turnaround, he actually misses the game after that. So he does have time to get himself right. Um, he's looked pretty good when he has played. I don't know if you could use the cash elsewhere. Um, we'll talk about some second row forward options a bit later on, but if you could use the cash elsewhere, then yeah, you can move him, uh, coming into a buy, but it's not an urgent sell by any means. I don't think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what you're going to get? He's on a good team too, outside of good halfback. Mm. So you, you got much worse. Um, Worse options than to keeping him. Mate, anything on this uh, game before we move on?
1: No, nothing Nothing really to touch. I really enjoyed watching it. I thought the Warriors had it in the bag. And then you see, you know, c k go down, who I have thought has been their best player. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean Johnson's been very good. um, But CNK from the back has been fantastic. You put DWZ there, who's a great winger. But, yeah, you just didn't get the job done.
0: Yeah, tough for him. They you know, fought all the way to the end, just didn't have enough left in the tank, and injuries hurt them as well with um, Jastavunga, his uh, Achilles, I think it is, so he's going to miss some time. Tohu Harris going down, c going down. Uh, they were decimated. So, I mean, if they won, that would have been one of the best
1: wins in Warriors history, I reckon, aside from that Sharks win. c C&K could come back from his team being second to his team being ninth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's a, it's a sad reality um, because obviously the comp so tight so close i think we're there was something along the lines of third place or manly or whoever it is in third place have four wins uh and 16th or 15th place has three wins it's like one win separating nearly three quarters of the competition so yeah um very very tight comp mate Let's uh let's move on. And and perfect segue timing into the fact that everybody knows we love a cheeky beer on, on the Insight Fantasy Sports we? podcast. We do. And uh, what better sponsor to have than the standard squeeze? Uh, I don't know. You've got – there you go. You've got your uh, your four-in-one there, uh, repping the sponsors. Keep the beer nice and cold to, for you as I well. I might have
1: to hit them up with a little Insight one. Let's, yeah, maybe. let's see how we go.
0: Maybe, but um, guys, if you've never heard of the guys at the Standard Squeeze Quality Product, uh, what maddie has got there in his four-in-one is uh, essentially it does four things in one. It's a stubby holder. It's a keeps your beer cool. Uh, it can be a thermos for coffee and tea as well. Uh, so plenty of uses there. And you can also get yourself a combo pack, speaking of, for the Squeeze of the Week winner. So Squeeze of the Week winner is obviously the highest score in our Unlimited League every single week. So this week, Junior... Coach of Finns up. I wonder who he supports. With a thirteen hundred and three this week, monster week. So, Junior, if you're watching, mate, reach out to us. Hit us up on wherever it is you follow us—Twitter, Facebook, Instagram—and uh, we'll get your address, mate, and we'll send out that combo pack. Congratulations! And hey, special mention, Nick, coach of the Quick Men. He's got uh, a few mentions in the pod for his uh, results so far. He's into seventeenth overall. So we've got a top seventeen guy in the uh, in the fantasy league in our unlimited league and also Dominic coach of Ronnie Mulatalo is into 83rd so we've got two top 100s in our league which is pretty cool. Speaking of top 100 and where I'm definitely not even close to I got a 1084 last week how'd you go?
1: Yeah, I got um let me just double check. Uh 1113. Um yeah, moved up a few thousand spots and back into the uh, top 20k just after I dropped out last week. So. Beauty,
0: how good. I think I'm I I don't think my ranks moved for 3 weeks. I did feel like it's maybe up and down a 1,000, but I've just stayed steady the whole time. So hopefully it's moving time
1: for me. I went 18,000, 22,000 back into 19,000 or whatever I am. So, Yeah, so, I mean, we'll talk about my moves a little bit later, but I'm just trying to
0: find some pod moves now. I know it's early in the season. There's no need to panic. Still got heaps of time, but uh, there are a lot of different avenues that you can go this week. So uh, we'll talk about those very soon. Now, I want to play a game with you called Hold or Self. Okay. okay. I've got 10 names for you. I'm going to throw them at you. tell me whether you hold them, if you've got them, uh, or whether you're going to sell them. Yeah. Yep. Turbo. Hold. Okay. We'll come back to that. Plenty to talk about yeah, there. I know, I know we will. Ellie Katoa. Sell. Okay. Uh, Campereira. Hold. Okay. Warbrick. Hold. Welch. Hold. Torhu Harris. Sell. Payne Haas. Sell. Uh, Hammer. Sell. Regan Campbell Gillard.
1: Sell. Yeah, that's an obvious one. Yeah. And Josh Schuster. I hold.
0: Okay, I just read you the ten most sold for this week. Okay. So yeah, that's right. where where people are going. You're saying hold for a lot of these guys, and a lot of people are obviously selling them off, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm at a point in the year where I'm trying to work out how my team's going to look in 10 rounds. And someone like Turbo, he's lost his money. He's got a break-even of 84. He's about what I paid for him. I figured it's a bit of a waste of a trade. Um, if he comes into some form, I'd be looking, coming into Origin. I am banking on my other fullback, Reese Walsh not making the origin team, which watching some interviews with Billy Slater, it looks like he's going to stay very loyal to the guys that got him home last year. Um, so probably depending how Kalen Ponga goes in the coming weeks, I expect Kalen Ponga to be playing fullback and Reese Walsh to be playing for the Broncos.
0: Well, let me be devil's advocate because let's say for instance, Reese Walsh doesn't play and he stays loyal, but we all know that the 18th man for both teams doesn't play that week. Do you yep. use, I I honestly think Reese Walsh could find himself in an 18th man position for Queensland this year.
1: And and that, like I've made my money at him. That's when I make my trade. I'm not yep. panic trading Turbo back here at 568k where the best player I can get is Alex Johnston. No. Yeah. I've got Turbo and I've got a Turbo quality player. I need to see more from that. I think playing Turbo on one leg can outscore a lot of these people that I can get for mid 500s at full back and centre wing.
0: Tell you what though, Turbo looked bloody awful on the weekend.
1: It, and it's it probably lucky that I missed a lot of that game because it's oh, made me feel a little so bit more
0: bad. So bad. I heard bad. he nearly he... got run
1: down by Stefano. So
0: he did get run down by Stefano. He had to pass it on a break. So yeah, right. um they went down the sideline and he got the ball basically as a fullback would do and had nothing in front of him. And Stefano grabbed him probably 20 30 meter sprint stefano grabbed him around the ankles and he passed off for the try it just looked it just looked awful and he looked like he was hampered all game um i'm i'm concerned and i'm definitely understanding the whole let's hold turbo argument um, because they're playing the gold coast titans that is the only reason i would not sell that is the only reason i'd hold him this week is because of the matchup he's 50 50 to play They've come out and said we're not quite sure, but we're going to name him anyway. Which and and they play five thirty on Saturday, so you've got limited moves that you can make if you if you want to get rid of him mid round. You're, you're missing a lot of opportunity early. So, yeah, bit of, uh, I suppose a bit of a nervous wait, but we'll probably find out more in the next twenty four hours, maybe. Um, so it sounds yeah. like you're
1: locked into moving him, and I'm locked into keeping him.
0: At so the trades that I've made turbos out um, at this stage. And I like the trades, but it's one of those situations where you just know that as soon as you trade him, he's going to go and go ballistic, isn't he? It's um, in a nice matchup. So my concerns are, and I listened to the Magic Sponge uh, this morning on my way to work. Yeah, I haven't,
1: I haven't listened to that yet.
0: He he's worried, very worried about Turbo. Um, all of the issues and the injuries that he's had. So obviously the hamstring being the real major one, the recurring one that we keep seeing, the hip pointer or the hip issue, the back spasms, now a groin issue, are all re- can all be related to that hamstring, which is that chronic kind of hamstring injury that keeps reoccurring and keeps hindering him. So uh, it's just one thing after another. And, and with all of these little niggles popping up, I'm a little bit worried now.
1: Um, can, I, um, can, can I play a little bit of a game with you? Yep. And it's going to be players you can afford... For Tom Turbo's price. Yep. All right. Hayes Perum. Chance (laughs) Nickel-Clockstad. Tyrell Sloan. Sebastian Chris. Jake Avarillo. Sunia Taruva. Charlie Staines. James Tedesco. I'll give you that one. Jaden Campbell.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Alexander Brimson. Albert Hoppawati. And Tom Chester. Those are the fullbacks you can afford for Turbo on one leg. You have to make two trades unless you sit here with 300K in the bank. You have to make two trades to get Turbo out. If he doesn't play, he doesn't leak cash. You yep. just end up playing one of your other players who you've got in your squad. I've got a few Storm players, so it's going to be worrying for me. It'll be playing someone like your Katoas, your Haste Dunsters, your... I don't know, Davy. Mo- oh well, Davy will be have played by then. But yeah, it'll be blokes like that. Is it a worry? Yep. Yes. I just don't see it as urgent. I'm not wasting yeah. two trades to get him out and get him back after he scores 150 in two weeks' time. And yeah, like and- some of the guys in the chat saying, he might not even make New South Wales if he's limping as much as he is.
0: That's true. So the one thing to keep in mind here is if we hold him this week and he he comes out and he goes okay uh, against Gold Coast, that's that's positive. His break even is only 84. It's not like it's 140. So you're not going to drop mass cash. Uh, I mean the week after you may, but uh, if he has another stinker, he could. Um and round thirteen, if he doesn't get selected for the blues, they play in the Newcastle Knights. So that that could be a matchup that you captain him if he if he starts yeah. to come good.
1: But the thing is, I'm gonna captain good, Ruben Garrick probably... that week. If 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 he's not playing, on captain Ruben Garrick that game anyway. So even if he's at center? No. Well, I'll I'll probably captain Turbo to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, go back against the knights. Yeah,
0: lots to um, lots to cover there. It's um, honestly, it's one of those things where if you can make the right move and it frees up cash to then make another really good move. Um, so in for instance, what I'm doing is going turbo down to Sloan and then that's giving me 284k in the bank to actually fix my Dory problem. I could upgrade Welch to a keeper in the front row. Um, I, I could do basically nearly anything with that money. So for me, I'm like, well, if Tyrell Sloan goes on a run. If Tyrell Sloan goes on a run, yeah, I already had 140 banked. But, I mean, if Tyrell Sloan, let's say, for instance, goes on a run the next two, three weeks, he could be 600K, 620K. We're sitting here going, well, missed the boat on Sloan. Um, I feel like now is the week with the matchup against Bulldogs, Tigers, Cowboys, where in three weeks' time, he could be sideways to a keeper.
1: See, for me, I would prefer to trade like a Will Warbrick or an AKP across to Sloan.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, if you, if you have that. Like, and, and I could like, yeah, still do and, that. I, and
1: And I do have that, and oh. I will be probably, if I'm looking to add Sloan, if I feel like I need to generate that cash at this stage, I'll do that over Turbo. I'll cop the 40K because I know if I hold Turbo for 10 weeks, he'll be worth 700.
0: Yeah. Or I could just go the opposite direction that everybody else is going and get rid of Walsh now at his peak price. With a 100 break even. And I could um, go and get Mulatalo and bloody a, a good 2RF with that kind of cash.
1: As much as I like Walsh, I'm not sure we see him in the 800s again this year.
0: Not a chance. No way. Uh, I And we know that he's got a 30 or a 20 in him. And he showed that in the weekend. So he has another couple of those quiet games with the Broncos run coming up against the Panthers and the Storm. It, you, he could be back down to 600K and you've lost a fair amount of the, the cash that you had that you made from him. Yep. So, um okay, let me ask you this. then: we haven't even got to teams yet, but let me ask oh. you this um, trade out Walsh or turbo. Cause you're, you're a fan of keeping turbo. Are you that much of a fan of keeping turbo that you would move Walsh before him?
1: See, the issue is you still need points every week. I am a, Big if like if you need the cash to make some massive upgrades, then of course I'm a fan of moving Walsh. I don't think you get enough cash for Turbo.
0: Yeah, I mean, are you going to get any more in the next before Origin?
1: Maybe you not. Might hold his price. Just... Yeah, but if Reese Walsh, like Reese Walsh, is going to be, I would hope, still in the 700s by then. I've yep. paid 550 for him. Um, then I move – if, if Walsh is 18th man or Walsh gets picked, um, which I hope he does for Origins' chances, um, mm. then I go and move, you know, Walsh to a, to a Gutho and Edwards. Uh, I'm not adding Will Kennedy, let's be honest. <laughs> um, maybe I move Garrick down and get a Mulatalo or someone like that. Yep. I just sit I, – I will have enough faith in my depth on my team that I can just sit turbo through that period. I don't think Turbo's ever playing 20 minutes unless he's burnt. Unless he's injured, sorry.
0: It, well, he is injured.
1: Yeah. It's, it's more,
0: won. it's it's just a shit show with the way that they're, the transparency around Manly talking about which injuries he has and they've been a bit sheepish around how bad it is and, always oh, 50-50. Like, they've never been good with declaring injuries and being clear about injuries. So it's all a guessing yeah. game. Um <laughs> But anyway, plenty of uh, Turbo chat, but that's enough about Turbo. Hopefully, for anybody who's asked a comment or asked a question about Turbo, hopefully we've covered all of that enough. We won't (laughs) go back and double up on those. But very quickly before we move into teams, top five bought this week. Joey Tarpany is is the most bought player. And this was probably about three,
1: four hours ago, so I haven't checked since then. But he was one of the most sold last week. Yeah,
0: because of the buy. It's crazy. And people are now getting him in. I'm assuming the people that traded him out aren't the same people that are getting him back in next week. That's ludicrous. That's
1: madness.
0: Joey Marnier, second most bought. Makes complete sense. He's been named at 5'8 again.
1: Yeah, Um, and you've saved 20K from last week. Congratulations. You didn't get 90. You saved 20K.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Fenua Blake as well, third most bought. Sloan, fourth. And uh, this one I think is very interesting. Robert Jennings, fifth most bought player this week. They obviously
1: didn't watch that game. Is
0: that the biggest... Blunder of a try that you've ever seen. We spoke about it on Monday night, but
1: bloody hell. You know what? I hadn't watched it as much on Monday night, and I watched it again and again and again. Can you imagine if uh, Fatty and the footy show were still going?
0: Yeah, uh, they would rip into him. was that Shackton a Fool. He would have been on Shackton a Fool for sure. (laughs) For sure. Um, Mate, let's move into the games. Thursday night, Sharks-Cowboys at points bet. Uh, Straight C, Nico Hines this week.
1: Yeah, that's actually uh, my number one note. Nico straight C. uh, So we've tried this new thing where we don't see each other's notes before the game. And yeah, that was exactly mine too. Um, I think he's more of a VC option for me um, because I really like Joey Manu's upside. I really like, you know, some of the upside of some of the other players on my team. Um, But yeah, I can't look past at least having. I suppose some investment in the fact that Nico could score 150. Uh,
0: you can't, if you have him, you have to have a VC or a C on him in that matchup oh, sure. against against the Cowboys. Um, I, we... I, Sorry, I was just going to say, I have a rule that I never, ever go straight C on a Thursday night. Never done it. Yeah. Oh, actually, I've done it once and it burnt me To and it was shocking. Uh, and it's shown this year that I don't think, aside from the Hopgood one that you got, uh, I think it was round two where he turned up on that Thursday night, we haven't seen another good score or good captain's worthy score on a, on a Thursday night. So I'm going to VC, I think.
1: Yep. Yeah. Mad, mad not to, at least. Yeah. At least you're going to see blue on him. If he scores 150, then yes. If he scores 110, then I'm probably riding someone like Joey Manu. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Good shout. Um, And if you can afford him, the only other thing really here, these teams are 1-17, to so there's not any changes to the team. Is Mulatalo a play this week if you don't have him? He's 702K, 83 break even, but a nice matchup.
1: I've captained also- him in draft um, because I have a genuine feeling that he's going to turn up this week. Yeah,
0: okay. All right. Heard it here first. So anytime try score, is that a, is that a play this week as well, I'm sure? What's he paying? Yeah. For sh- yeah, for sure.
1: fifty. put the house on it. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, nice. Mate, this is a pretty straightforward game. Anything else to add on the Sharks Cowboys?
1: Yeah, look, I think if you've got Val, of course you're gonna play him because the Sharks, as good as they've been, also leak a lot of points. Um I've just I'm gonna watch Skishwski, but I know Harlem Lukey is only a week or two away. And um, yeah, Scotty Drinkwater, um, six hundred K not a play for me yet. I need to see more from the Cowboys before I uh, go have a Scotty better beer. So.
0: Sharks into the Roosters. Um, but they do have around 11 and 12. They've got the Dragons into the Tigers. So, I mean, that that could be really nice to have drink water in those two weeks. Yeah, um, But then they go Eels, Storm, Panthers, Souths. <laughs> I don't know whether he's a guy that I want during Origin. Um, maybe in the lead up to Origin, or if you have him, definitely hold him but
1: I, I don't think I'd you know this week. You know what? If it starts with a four, I'm all in. What is he now? 600? Yeah, just 600, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's no no chance. Not not with a guy that can get you five or 10. or He's 28.
1: He, he just went up 40K last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not for me. Not for me. But, well, you know, he did well last year. I faded him last year. You picked him up at the right time. <laughs>
1: I really loved his five eight status, and I genuinely think if I can get on Kalen Ponga at the right time again, um, I can do something similar. So,
0: yeah, if Ponga wasn't named for Origin, which moves into the next game, Eels versus the Knights. We may as well push straight into there. Yeah, um let's do it. Ponga's starting now. I didn't come off the bench or anything like that. Uh, fifty eight, I think he scored in about fifty minutes. Like he yeah, actually looked pretty right. good. He looked I really think- good. I was he's, just going to say, I think the risk with with Ponga, though, is the fact that it's one tackle and he's out for the rest of the season.
1: <laughs> I know. He's got a break even of 93. And I'm sitting here with someone like Katoa that I'm not going to play every week. Kalen Ponga could genuinely be a weird cash cow option mm-hmm. where you take a gamble, play him some weeks. If you, I know you can't predict when someone's going to get knocked out, but if you're not playing him, it's not really going to hurt you. And I'm not playing Katoa anyway. So, you know, what is he, 510K, something like that. If he drops again, and it's only, if Katoa scores 60 again this week, you know, you're spending 60 or 70K. Kong, Pong, You could trick Ponga as a cash cow option. Yeah,
0: crazy. Crazy. He's like probably going to drop is, under 500K this week.
1: He is going to drop under 500K this week.
0: Yeah, Crazy. Um, hey, if you've got big nuts on you and you, you want to take a punt, the problem is the uncertainty around origin and how that's all going to play out. You might just get limited availability from him. I don't know whether yeah, he maybe the he's right got time. a break
1: even of say 93 this week and he's got a break even of 50. He's going to stay in and around that same price. I sort of see him scoring that that 60, maybe 70 a few times. If he comes off a couple of 70s in a row, like you're mad not to. Yeah, you're you not playing, on, Qatar, like you're not playing guitar anyway. That's the point. Not a chance, not a chance. No, the
0: um, only time I played him, he did nothing. Thanks for yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, awesome. Um, Hayes Dunster's back. Break so even at thirty six. I wouldn't be rushing to get him in, but as someone that owns him, hey.
0: Yeah, if you held good. on last week, I think I think six thousand people still just brought him in last week, even though he wasn't named. So I mean, you'd be happy this week. Uh, again, though, you're not going to get this massive price rise. I think his break even's like forty five or something. So
1: thirty six.
0: Oh, there you go. So, I mean, he could hold his cash at two hundred and thirty-four k. So, I don't think that's you're definitely not getting him in. Um, and obviously, with, the only reason he's in is because Simonson had a head knock and he's out. So, yeah. Um, obviously, the only other tr- kind of relevant um, move here is Regan Campbell-Gillard. He's going to miss eight to ten weeks with that groin, uh, that groin
1: strain. So, you,
0: not good is news for America him.
1: Greg, the enough that um, that downgrade that we've been looking for,
0: not a f- – no way no chance no it, it can't be where mcgreg when he was a starting prop when junior Paulo was out he got 19 minutes a game so it doesn't matter if he starts or not they don't get they don't use him for big minutes ever and so
1: yeah let's have a look at how many minutes he gets but he's 230k he's better than isaac asumalahi which is like 20% owned or something ridiculous does
0: he does he then become an ae nightmare down the track though for your vc loop because for sure, he could
1: be, but that's Isaac the concern Fathers for me. Malahi already is that.
0: So. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. If you got him, you definitely can't <laughs> go and get in Greg. Um, yeah. But also, I wouldn't go sideways from Isaac to Greg
1: either. There's no. Point. Oh no, I mean, no. I'm just if you really need to generate some cash and you've got Christian Welch there and you've already got a Tarpany and a Haas or something like that, hey, you could generate that cash and move somebody really up.
0: Yeah, there's a question here about Taniella Paseka. Um, so Timmy Taylor's asked, what do you guys think of Welch to Paseca? Forty-five minutes a game, 51 and 63, and consistently has around a 1.1 to 1.2 PPM. Um, have you looked much at him?
1: I have a little bit, but it's more for when Gerbo's out. Yep. Like, yep. Oh, he's going to see a lot, maybe, you know, a little bit of an uptick in minutes. Um, you know, it could be used a little bit more. He is just a battering ram, and he is that awkward price at five hundred k. Like, I'm looking for someone that I can either either upgrade Welch to or save a heap of money. And yeah, yeah Paseca isn't the answer for me.
0: What about Sipley? Similar kind of conversation here. Brad and Sally Ferguson are asking that, or well, thinking of trading Tahu for Sipley. I think same kind of category, really. I mean, he's in the seventeen yeah, the jersey.
1: But if you're trading, if you're trading Sipley in or something like that, you're saving some money. I think if you go on to, I think you're going to want somebody that you can confidently play every week. And I would yeah. be more looking towards, you know, your tarpanese or I'm not super disappointed playing Welch and him getting 50 to 55 every week. Like that from your front row, you know, it's not an issue.
0: No. No, it's not. So I mean, and if you've got Payne Haas and Christian Welch this week, you could be very, very thin in the front row forward. So I understand why people are looking for a playable option this week. Um because you'd be stuck with Davy moali and probably Franklin Pele sitting there. So you might
1: not even have playable front rowers this week. But I think you're I think if you're in that position, you're one of the people adding Tarpany in this week. You have to be. You have yeah, for sure. You
0: have to be. That's a good point. Um Hopgood. Is Hopgood back? Sorry, Hopgod.
1: Is he back? Hop mid.
0: Yeah. Well, he's been hot mid lately, but I mean, he got 44 on, on the weekend and got sin binned and missed 10 minutes. So he could have easily scored 65
1: in base. I'm nervous as a non-owner now.
0: Well, especially with Regan Campbell-Gillard going down, we know that they don't use Greg in a big minute role. So Greg comes in, gets the sting out of the game. Hopgood's been named at lock this week. So and and look, we don't know what Brad Arthur's going to do between now and the game time on on Friday.
1: Uh, right? Brad Arthur doesn't know what Brad Arthur's going to do, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Um, uh, for me, as a holder, uh, a bit of a reluctant hold over the last two weeks. It's I'm very happy with it because I think now we could probably start to see what we saw at the start of the season from him.
1: I'd be really happy if I held. Look, right now I've got nerves, but I've been happy for the last three weeks not having him. I've had blokes like Jackson Ford, um, who I tra- straight traded him to, saved a heap of money, and Jackson Ford, Ford's nearly at his money already. So I'm happy where I am, but I would be playing Hopgood if I had him. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. He's in me, he's in for he's in me, and he's in for me. Um,
1: <laughs> not yet, he's not.
0: No, no. Uh, so, uh, I mean, with when we're talking about the Eels, we've been very vocal and it's very obvious that they play played the three major buy rounds. They're a really good buy coverage team to be looking at trades-wise. How early do you start making trades in your team with the buy rounds in mind? If you have already, starting... when was it?
1: Look, I'm starting to think now. Um, straight away, I added deal bags, probably forward planning, but it's more from a necessity point. I lost Ponga. I thought I will adib- dib. sorry. I'll add Dill bags and he'll cover me into the buy period and I just had a plan to hold him. But oh, I looked at Mato last week. But yeah, Joey Manu emerged. Yep. So, I'm happy with that, but realistically, I'm starting to look now. I've been counting every week how many players I've got and every single move uh should be for that round 13 buy.
0: Yeah, I think from now, it's round nine. So we've got three weeks of prep. Ideally, you don't want to be coming into round 13 having to use a boost. You should have, you've got enough time to prepare and have a look at that period of time. So my, my plan is to use my last two boosts around that kind of middle of the buy period, round 16, 17 kind of area and potentially round 20. Um, because what we need to remember is that yes, 13, 16 and 19 are the major buy rounds and they're the ones where you get hit the hardest. But I think people are going to be caught unaware. At rounds 14, 17, and twenty, because yeah, there are still some nice. buyers, what we call the mini mini buyers, I guess we could call them. Um, but you need to keep an eye on six rounds during that time period. So yeah, keep a boost or two. Uh, Super Coach Spy gone through all of his. Man, I, oh, I wish I had he? the nuts. Yeah, he's used his fifth boost this week. Uh, last week,
1: um, go
0: I've ahead. got
1: one left. I've got one okay. left. I. Great news, I got Ruben Garrick. He got me 44 last week with that boost, so I am delighted.
0: I can imagine. And he's at, and they've named him at centre for you this week as well, which is even, even better, isn't it?
1: Lucky he's goal-kicking. Lucky he's yes. goal-kicking, and uh, Turbo looks electric, his connection with Garrick.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does, if he plays, if he plays. Mate, let's, let's move on to the Broncos-Rabbits. So this will be a good game at Suncorp. Are you going?
1: I'll be there. Yeah, yeah I'll speak. be there with bells on. Um, I'm really worried that we're just gonna have to take our medicine this week with um, Haas and Man um, missing out this week. Uh, look, I'd rather lose to them under strength than lose to them with a full lineup. So,
0: yep, yeah, that's true. We've got a question here from Sean asking, and it's relevant: um, Has to Tarpony, or wait until it's closer to Origin? Would you make that move? Yeah. Yeah. Fair call. Look,
1: okay. You get, so you get, so you get an extra, you get an extra play this week. So you have to take that into account. I don't like Tarpany bangs out 60. I'm not sure in the weeks leading up to origin has scores an extra 20 each week, than Tarpany. So I'm banking on that.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair call. I've got Tarpany and I got Tarpany for that reason. That's, um, you know essentially i'm not going to have to worry about the buyers and stuff so you can see some comments in here from um from josh we'll put a few up yeah. on, the, on the screen yeah soon.
1: He's, he's excited
0: loves it loves it he's in the other room
1: yeah he's in the other room
0: how good um steve uh before we move into this next one captain on manu this week he's uh, already must have been listening to the start of the pod we're all over that yeah Hey, uh, with the changes for this one, obviously, Corey Oates comes out, the Broncos uh, and Rabbitohs. So he's got a PCL issue, I think it is. Um, yeah. So he's looking at about four weeks on the sideline. So obviously just Arthur's come straight back
1: in. Yeah, and I no. don't think we lose a lot with Arthur's. I prefer Corey Oates playing because I think he's a battering ram. But Jesse Arthur's has been great, and I'm glad he's just grabbing this opportunity with both hands, so.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, and obviously, Jock Madden comes in for Ezra Mair. Um, Palacia yeah. comes in for Haas. No, nothing super relevant, super coach-wise in, in those changes.
1: If, if I saw um, one of our halves go down for, say, eight weeks, I would really look at Jock Madden. I really yeah. like what I saw with him with the Tigers. Um, I believe he's been training the house down. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play.
0: Yeah, for sure. Rabbitohs wise uh, David Tatola comes back in, which helps them. Uh LA drops to the bench, but then there's no other changes there. Um Alex Johnston though, a serious buyer candidate this week. I think 20 break even. Looks like he's bottomed out in price. A couple of tough matchups though for the Rabbitohs coming up. Broncos into is it Panthers, I think. Um yeah. what are your thoughts on going this? You're are you going this week with Johnston?
1: I'm going Johnston this week. I saw enough last week. Um I actually told some some guys at work that I thought, you know, 550 was a good price for him last week. And he went and scored 90 against the Panthers. If you can score 90 against the Panthers, you can score hundred any week. Yep. And they seem to be going that side a, a little bit more the other night. I don't know. I just really liked what I saw from the Rabbitohs. And I think I made a point that we went into this season, you know, oh, we don't want to have too many Roosters because we just wanted your Brandon Smiths. We wanted your Sam Walkers. We wanted everybody. Hey, I'm at a point with the Rabbitohs where I want them all. Mm. And yes, Josh, I do want another beer right now. Run it in, buddy.
0: (laughs) How good. I'm going to have to get someone to get me a beer. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. He's actually
0: one of the guys I'm looking at this week. I I actually probably still could grab him this week. He could actually be my only trade if I really wanted to. Um, I don't. The only issue is that I'd have to leave Matt Dory there leaking cash for another week. But at the end of the day, how much can he lose? He's two hundred and eighty k. So even if he just goes yeah. back down to two hundred, he gives a shit, really. Yeah. Um. Walsh, we've already spoken about Walsh being a sell candidate, high break even. Um. You said that you'd probably prefer to to go Walsh instead of
1: Turbo as a sell. Thanks, Josh. How good. I do. Um. Yeah, I do. I think we could just sit there with Walsh and we've paid five hundred and fifty and I think we're gonna get more than five hundred and fifty value.
0: Yep. You reckon? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course you are. But the thing is rocks and diamonds, like he's had five, six, seven really good games. And
1: but we're talking about one bad game, and I know that we've always talked about knowing that the 14's coming. Hey, he still scored thirty-eight. Like you paid more than that for Reed Marnie. I hope that hurts.
0: Oh, it does. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I want to get rid of Reid Marnie, but I just can't now. It just doesn't make sense. I'll just ride that yeah. wave. Um, But yeah, I think we're overpaid there for sure. But yeah, look, I mean, Walsh could honestly be a sell and i keep Turbo this week. Um, I could flip that and I could honestly turn that into probably two really quality players. I wouldn't maybe don't even have to get Sloan then. I can just plug and play Johnston at center wing. Um, yep. Flip Ruben Garrick to fullback and I'm good. So.
1: Yeah, because I am worried that it's easy to say that a guy that you don't have has a 14 in him. And yes, you know what? Reese Walsh probably does, but Tyrell Sloan is a much higher chance of scoring 30. At least the Broncos are good.
0: <laughs> True. Um, there's a few questions about Turbo and if we try, if we get rid of Walsh, who we're we trading Walsh to. I think we've covered a lot of those. Um, so we'll, we'll skip past those. But uh, anything else on this game, mate, on the Broncos Rabbits?
1: No, not much more. Um, Not much Supercoach-wise. I'm just really excited to be there and to watch it. For sure.
0: For sure. Saturday Raiders-Dolphins in Wagga this game. So the Raiders have given up their home game to go to Wagga. Uh, Rapana comes back in for Kotrick, who's out with a hammy. Yep. Xavier Savage on the extended bench. So it's a bit of a concern for Croker owners and for people that went and got Croker either last week or the week before. Reality says that Savage could easily come in and, and take over at fullback. Sebastian Chris then goes into the centers and, and Croker ends up on the pine. I, f- I don't know. I've been riding the whole 300 games for Croker thing. Um, and I still feel like maybe they'll try and find a way to get him to 300. I'm hoping that's the case anyway. But um, otherwise, not really much more to report on. Milford's on the extended bench here. Kenny Bromwich is back. Nothing really super coach wise.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yep. Hudson Young has dropped 100k, break even of 61. Is Hudson making a case for your team? Um, I look at a bloke like Zach Hosking uh, not playing round 13 and wonder if the swap's on the cards for me.
0: Well, I mean, he plays round 13. That helps. Break even he 61. Does play round
1: 13. Um, like, Zach Hosking's not playing at all. Um, if you, like most weeks, if you said, who's going to score more, Zach Hosking or Hudson Young, I'd probably say Hudson Young.
0: Hmm. I mean, Hudson Young scored three tries already this year in seven rounds. You know, that's what you're going to get with him. And in those games that he scored a try, he got 79, 55, and 60. Yep. Like, I don't know whether you got 38 and a 19 to start the year. And that's what you're probably yep. going to get from him if he doesn't score a try. And the, the truth is, he probably could continue to score tries. He scored three in four weeks. Um, and that's if you he scored if like you're
1: 17 at, last year.
0: Yeah. Crazy number. Um, so if you're looking at the buyers uh, and you're looking at um, the draw and thinking he's got a nice little run of games coming up and yeah, I mean, there's worse picks uh, like and I he's definitely like, a pod. I
1: don't mind him playing Manly with their stars out. Yeah, That's round 13. He could be yeah. a captain option.
0: Oh, geez, you've got big nuts on you if you go on Captain Hudson. You I know? do, but not many
1: other people, like not many people from the Raiders are going to get picked. No,
0: no, no, they're not. Yeah. Um, Interesting question. I might start looking at him now. I'm not going to buy him this week or next week, but he could be a lot. No, no. Later. And
1: I, and I'm not buying him. I've just, honestly, my other note for this game was no changes worth noting. Savage is on the reserves. And as somebody that's owned Hudson Young in draft, um, I just saw myself in like that sixth round getting a guy that was worth 700k in classic. Um, did yeah. I think that he was going to replicate that? No. Was it an inflated price? Yes. But at,
0: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: If you can walk Hosking straight up to him, it costs you forty k. It's going to be pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a nice little trade there, especially because we don't know what's going on with that rotation at Penrith still. With Luke Garner being out, where does he fit in? Uh, Scott Sorensen obviously is... um,
1: Hosking got a rest last week. Yeah. He didn't play eighty.
0: He didn't. He got a rest for um, the weak gutter dog again. Um, so the weak gutter dog just keeps coming in and taking all of my play. I, for anybody who owned Ghana, you'd be spewing because he came and rested Ghana. Now he's doing it to Hosking. They love him yeah. over there on the edge. So They do yeah, love him. Cause... I don't
1: really like him on the edge. I think he's more of a backup six, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's
0: why we're not the coach, and Ivan is. Yeah. Um, Tarpany's beginning to ramp up. So I think the reason why people are buying him is because they're starting to see a little bit more from him. And we knew that this is the way that the season was going to go for for Tarpany, is that he usually works into his work pretty slowly, and Ricky Stewart loves doing that with all of his forwards, giving him some time to get into it. Um are we gonna start to see maybe some fifty five to sixty minute games from Tarpany like we did last year? I hope so. Do you own it? I him? hope
1: so, and that's and that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, lastly, when I for him, this... that was exactly what I wanted. So
0: perfect. And lastly for me, Robert Jennings obviously being a, a a buy candidate. Um, one thing that people need to understand is that Edric Lee is on the extended bench and Tessie New is about a week away. So there's every chance Jennings might not even play this week for Edric Lee coming back in or Tessie New next week. So you get one price rise out of him and then he's gone. So that's a that's a hard trap. So if you're looking at Robert Jennings, do not
1: yeah, no, not even, not even on my radar.
0: Yeah, cool. Uh, before we move on to the second Saturday game, uh, just a shout out to Snap Fitness, sponsor of the podcast. So if you're over in uh, Country Victoria, or in Bendigo or Epsom, and you're looking for a gym membership, you're looking, and you've got kids and you're struggling to find time to go to the gym, they do have childminding over there. So make sure to go and hit the guys up, Mark, Emma, and the team over at Snap Fitness at Bendigo and Epsom, uh, and they'll look after you. Just tell them that we sent you. All right, mainly Titans at Four Pines Park. This is the one. I mean, we're not going to talk about Turbo all over again, but he's so yeah. he's been named, but he has to pass a fitness test. I think that's probably yeah. the last thing that's worth mentioning. So we could find out in a day or two that he's out. Uh, that could change everything for the week. Then really,
1: yep. Um, Park is out. Garrick's at the center. Christian um, Chilpilotto in a really popular cheapie from last year. Um, he's pretty good at football.
0: Yeah, Schuster out. John's in to a lungy back. That's kind of it. Like, I mean, Schuster. It's a a train wreck. Sammy
1: made a switch. Yeah, Schuster. Like, somebody brought me down to earth on Twitter today when I was like, the best thing about owning Schuster is nothing. At least he only cost me 240K, and at least he's only 280K um, because, yeah, he's been disappointing. I played him last week, and I'm even more disappointed. With yeah. myself than I am with him.
0: I played him as well. You know the beauty of it is when he's not playing, he's not going to be an AE nightmare for you. So yeah, and, do he, like and he doesn't play a lot. But uh, but what yeah. we've seen, um, quad quad issues, conditioning, reconditioning issues. So it looks like a fair bit of concern around his Did fitness. He get,
1: just get dropped or is he injured?
0: No, no. It's a well, it's a quad. They're saying that it was a yeah. quad that, that quad strain. Uh, he played the game out. But they're saying he yeah. pulled up quite sore afterwards, so they're going to take some time to get conditioning back for for Schuster, So, I mean, I it's too cheap to really give a shit about selling. You're not going to get much from it, mate. Yeah. You're going through these beers very quickly. I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying myself. Um, <laughs> Me too. Uh Garrick he to centre. We spoke. We spoke about Garrick to centre. Does that affect his super coach stocks? I mean, if you got him, you're not selling him, are you? Because he's got the goal kicking on a decent team and a nice matchup. But is it concerning you yeah, yeah. at all moving forward?
1: Can I be honest? If you're talking about the fact that Turbo might miss, then we're looking at Garrick stocks going up.
0: Yeah. Cause then it potentially then goes to fullback. Doesn't he? We has to.
1: Yeah. I don't to. think there's anybody there's no one on else. That, in that team. Yeah. You are not playing Jason Saab at fullback. I'll tell you that. No, for free.
0: N- no, not, not at all. But um, any other notes on this one?
1: Uh, let me have a look. I was just looking at myself actually. Um, yeah, I'm not dropping Turbo before he plays the Titans. I'm not trading Garrick out before he plays the Titans either. Jojo Fafita and Sammy Switch. I don't know if that hurts or helps anyone. And let's go into the Panthers versus the West Tigers in Bathurst. Yeah, a um,
0: bit of an interesting one, this one, because yeah. there's a bit of word floating around that the Panthers could be resting some players this, this week. Um, so from what we've seen, they've pulled five guys out of New South Wales cup. So rested them for the week. Uh, and they're all sitting on the extended bench for the Panthers in first grade. Uh, the concerning ones for me, uh, mainly Cogger, because that means that it looks like Nathan Cleary might be getting a rest or missing a game this week. I mean, nothing's come out or been confirmed, but when you see Jack Cogger on the extended bench for the, one of the first times this year. Uh, and you you see Cleary working through a groin niggle, which is why he didn't kick goals last week. Like you, you've got to start thinking, he's a he's a good chance to miss a game.
1: Yeah, I'd have to burn a trade if Cleary was out.
0: What does that do to your team? How does it affect it?
1: Well, I mean, if Cleary doesn't play, it decimates it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: because <laughs> yeah. because um, I, I need those points, and I'm thin this week because I am. Spoiler alert, I am maybe looking at keeping CNK through that period because I think that he is. I would like to finish the year with him as my fifth center wing. Yep. And I'm just not looking to burn a trade on it. And if I don't have Cleary, I don't have CNK, I don't have Warbrick, I don't have Welch, if Tom Trebojevic doesn't play, I am. You know, I've got Schuster. I've got Willie Army. I am probably playing Davi Moali and Hayes Dunster, if Cleary and Turbo are out. Yeah, which that's very thin. stresses me out.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Um, a relevant question to this one: Steve's asking, do we VC Hines or see Cleary if he's fit versus the Tigers? The problem is, you've got you obviously can't do both, right? So you've got to choose. Do I? Do I? kind of back a healthy Heinz against the Bulldogs, or do I take a risk reserve Heinz and put the C on Cleary? The problem is because they play at seven, th- is it 7.30? Yeah, they play 7.30 on Saturday. So you've only got two more games after that. Then you have to find a captain if he's not named. And it's Warriors, Roosters, Dragons, Bulldogs. So, I mean, you could go to Manu, really. That's probably the only logical move you could make. Um, if you needed to take the captain off Cleary, if he doesn't get named, uh, then you cop an AE as well, which isn't ideal.
1: Honestly, man, come back and talk to me in a week. VC Hines, you'll be happy.
0: Yeah, it's hard. I mean, it seems pretty foolproof, doesn't it? Just chuck the captaincy on Nico Hines every week. you probably end up in the top 10. What's case. his
1: worst score this year? 85? Yeah, it's
0: insane. He's done so well this year. Um, it's a That's a plug-and-play VC if he plays early in the week, every single week, and then you can worry yeah. about it all later and get fancy with you. No need to get fancy with your captain at this time of the year when you've got proven guns like that doing the job for you. Yeah, so you've
1: got um, Aaron Peachy named, um, and you've got Taruva named despite his ankle injury. If I had Taruva, I would keep him because I liked what I saw last week, but I'm definitely not playing him this week.
0: You're not playing Taruva this week against the Tigers? No,
1: no um, I'm worried that he's not going to play at all.
0: Yeah, and I mean, look, if he doesn't, that's why you have, I, I have him on the bench as a reserve, so I'll just yeah. flick him to someone else. Um, I'm definitely not starting him or playing him. In in my starting seventeen or starting thirteen, sorry, but yeah. um, I'll be I'll have a bit more flexibility if I can move the reserve under someone else later in the round. But I I don't mind him as, as a matchup if he plays. It's a good matchup against the Tigers, so I I don't. Is hate he it. on
1: Nof- uh, sorry, your boy Noff is back. He is back. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, is he on his side?
0: Yeah. So that could honestly be anything. Noffaloom is a pretty ordinary defender, so. Yeah. It could be. It depends uh, who you get.
1: It depends which starluma you get on the night.
0: Yeah, well, he might be coming back and trying to prove himself.
1: I've actually actually haven't really hated the Tigers the last couple weeks. They've looked. Yeah.
0: Neither. They play better. They they still just aren't. You you get into teams where you forget how to win, and that we're at that stage right now. I think the Tigers just forget how to win. But honestly, this is the type of game that we could win. It's just stupid yep. games that we're completely written off. We're paying ten dollars on sports bet to win this game head to head. So if you've got a cheeky little tenner floating around, throw it on the Tigers this week. You just don't know. We, we beat the Panthers in during the bye round when they played rested bloody 14 of their players a couple of years ago. Could happen again. Yep.
1: Um, Appy Coruscant, he is a low break even, I think it's about 19 20. Yep. Does he play Origin? If not. I want him.
0: I don't. I don't think he plays Origin. I think because the Blues lost, I feel like Brad. Uh, I, th- I feel like Freddie Fittler is going to be making a few moves there. Um, I feel like Appy, unfortunately, has fallen prey to the Tigers' uh, losses. I guess affecting his his rep status. So. <laughs>
1: if you wonder how he sleeps at night, it's on very expensive pillows. So.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, at the end of the day, he can still definitely fill his car up with fuel. There's no issues there. Yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah. more, a, more a matter of whether he's going to get any representative duties. And he is getting a little bit older now. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there, but I don't see him being picked this year. I mean, for he's origin. younger than I Damien
1: like... Cook. It's just that the Rabbitohs have been good. Damien Cook hasn't been that good.
0: No, but he's built for origin. I mean, Appy is too. Look, and they they could both get picked. But I feel like you've got guys like Reese Robson waiting in the wings there. And he was in part of the New South Wales camp last year. That, would you prefer to pick him or, or Appy? I mean, are they going to blood a younger guy?
1: Who knows? I'd probably play Reese Robson, to be honest. But I'm not the coach of New South Wales. They've, they didn't pick out a car last year and they lost, so...
0: Exactly. They won't be picking him this year either, unfortunately. Um, Tom Jenkins is named on the extended bench here. The reality is that Peachy might even just drop out uh, or go into the another position or find a utility position off the bench or something, and um, Jenkins comes in to, to centre. Uh,
1: Surely if they're looking at resting five places, uh, five positions, Peachy's a look in there somewhere. Not that that's super coach relevant.
0: Yeah, no, no. I, I think that we could see maybe Taruva gets rested because of that ankle injury. Uh, maybe Cleary gets rested because of that niggle he's got. Uh, I listened to um, Rugby League Guru this morning, and he said that there's a chance or there's word that he's received that Sonny Luke might be getting rested as well this week.
1: Um, so it's it could, yeah, could be that carnage. That 33 minutes a game is really burning him out.
0: Oh, it's ki- that that's killed. Give me the shits as well, that. So but apparently it's the niggling hamstring injury that he's had throughout the, the preseason into the start of the season that's starting to play up again. They're calling it a chronic hamstring injury. So just one of those ones, it doesn't of that one. <laughs> it doesn't chronic go away. Just doesn't go away. Chronic hamster injury. Um
1: look, to be honest, just, at least he's not gonna lose you any more cash if he doesn't play. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: right. And he's also they're not gonna be an AE nightmare and get you 20. So uh maybe the Heinz loop is on this week.
1: That's a it. The silver lining,
0: exactly. Hey, Charlie Stain's perforated bow, poor bloke. So he's going to spend some time yeah. on the sideline, uh, which is why obviously Nofaluma's come back in. Naden's back in as well, which is which is good for the Tigers. I think Naden's been one of their best outside backs this year. So not not super coach relevant either, but good for the Tigers. They might not get beaten by fifty this time. Maybe only thirty. Um,
1: Nathan's only 440k. I mean, like, you could have a dig if the Tigers find some form. I'm not adding him against the Panthers, but just I don't saying. think
0: I'm adding any Tigers moving forward until they actually no. win a game. It just doesn't make sense. Speaking of a Tiger that I'm holding at the moment that I'd probably be happy to get rid of is Stefano Atuakamanu. It's like starting prop getting 30 odd points every single week. Like, if I had the problem is, like, is he really that much of a problem to you as your third front row forward? If he's your no, second, even, at least Worlds you've got someone to play. Out out
1: and I'm not playing Davy because Davy's Davy. I mean, you know, he's probably going to get, get me forty-five. I could, yes, yeah, Stivana could get me forty-five, and I'd be happy as a pig and shit. So,
0: yeah, exactly. So I'd say he's a hold now. But if you get some free cash, or you get a little bit of cash later from someone, you can upgrade him to a keeper. Um, but bigger problems. Hey, Stephen Crichton was on the top board list of top ten most bought players after his hundred and forty-eight. Um, yeah, chasing last fun. week's points or chasing last week's points.
1: Um, at least they're playing the Tigers this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, does he get a rest too? <laughs>
1: yeah, probably. It's
0: like just probably. I out don't any- know, Like,
1: I hate, I hate the now Let's be honest. Yeah, me I too. I was just, I was just making a jab at the Tigers because it's fun.
0: Well, let's move on from that then. Uh, Warriors <laughs> roosters yeah. at Mount Smart. Uh, this I could mentioned- be a bloodbath. It could be bad. It could be. This could play the. It could play the Roosters back into form, because the Roosters have been pretty ordinary over the last month. Uh, this could be the game where they beat. They could win by
1: forty plus. So yeah, so I've got to note that Manu retains his spot. Exciting. He's a captain option because of how decimated the Warriors are, yep. and I know that the Roosters haven't been good. But the Warriors are so undermanned. And I've loved seeing the Warriors' success. Like, especially with how much they've given up uh, for this NRL comp. But I just can see them losing by 30 or 40.
0: Like they've got, the Roosters
1: done. have Angus Crichton coming off the bench.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're starting to get quite strong now. I remember we looked at their full strength team in the offseason and we thought shit, like these guys are you're gonna be sitting up blokes like Egan Butcher eventually. Um, that aren't even going to get named on that bench. When you, are you still like, got Sithili Tupanua to come back into this starting lineup too, um, yeah, it, it's good to see him. And back we're not talking about
1: 20. Jake Turpin anymore. How good are they?
0: <laughs> yeah, the bowl cut, Jake Turpin. He's yeah. uh, he's no longer, but
1: um, but yeah, <sighs> like, we don't know how long Tohu's out. He's definitely out this week. Um, CNK's out for three weeks. Um, Dylan Walker will be suspended, um, and we'll see someone like Ronald Volkman play. Um, you know, Wade Egan's back. Whoop do doo if he's got no one to pass it to. Um, are you looking at Josh Curran at lock?
0: Yes. My my only concern so I went back and had a look at the games that Josh Curran played lock, and he averaged 61 points and in lock, yeah. uh, at, at lock in about 15 games. So he's played a lot more on an edge, uh, and in a bench role than he has starting lock. But the games he did starting lock 61, about a point a minute on average. Um, Definitely a guy I'm looking at, for sure. He's one of probably four or
1: five. So as someone that averages 61, and I've had a look at that too, um, he's break-even 62. So I think that we get the opportunity to have a look at him this week. Like, he's 500K. He's by no means a cheapie. um, But I think that we just get a chance to have a look at him this week. If he performs, honestly, if he bangs out an 80 and looks fantastic, because I'll be watching this game... Yeah, he's he's probably a play for me next week. And my issue just, is the just uncertainty, somebody like Hosking or someone like that, like somebody that I, I'm just waiting for a reason to get rid of.
0: The only yeah, the only concern with me about Josh Curran is the fact that we don't know how long Torhu Harris is going to be out. It could be two weeks, it could be eight weeks, and, and obviously if it's eight weeks, great, uh, because Josh Curran could genuinely be a 700k two RF by by the time Torhu comes back. Yeah. The problem is you grab him now. And Tohu's back in two weeks. And then Curran, he's clearly not in favour over at the Warriors. They're playing Jackson Ford 80 minutes on an edge over letting Curran get a gig. They're, like, using him in the middle of the field. So, like, uh, and obviously Nia Corey's getting 80 minutes as well. So the edges are done. It's sorted on the edges. It's more like the rotation of the bench through the middle of the field. And I'm I'm too worried about the fact that Tohu could could come back pretty soon.
1: Can I say, and I've said it every week this year, we still haven't seen what a full strength pack looks like at the Warriors. I know. In this in their second.
0: Yeah, they've they've played out of They're skin. probably they they're, they're incredible probably for something
1: now. But um yeah, like they've played fantastic and we still really don't know what this rotation looks like at full strength.
0: Still won't for a while, I don't think. <laughs> um
1: I think honestly, like looking at Tohu and I'm no doctor, I think I'd be surprised if he's back in two weeks.
0: I said it was a re-aggravated MCL, the issue that he missed four weeks with earlier in the season, or three weeks, I think it was, or whatever it was. So, usually, I think from what uh, NRL physio said, it was um, you never really see too much reaggravation or re-injury of MCLs. It's quite rare, um, but the turnaround time and the recovery time's short. So, we're not—I don't think we're going to see him miss extended length of
1: time. So, so you—I think you, so you can rule him out this week. You can rule him out next week. They have a bye. Best-case scenario, you're looking, you know, four weeks' time.
0: Yeah, I'd say so. And then that probably makes Curran really irrelevant. Um, you're only going to get in for, what, two, three weeks? What's the point? Um, so there's probably better options there than him. Yep. Last game of the round, unless you had anything else on the Warriors? versus No. no.
1: Oh, Egan's Dragons- back.
0: Yeah. Yeah, great. Great note.
1: Wade Egan's back if you held him. <laughs> you <laughs> I- surely didn't. You-, you, could- you could read that both ways. Wade Egan's back. And uh, Egan Butcher is doing what we'd hope that we'd done if you added him at the start of the year. But you've already traded him six weeks ago, so carry but on.
0: Egan Butcher's now on the bench um, yeah. because Nat his brothers booted him, basically. So, um, Fuck, But w- anyway.
1: Wouldn't you be off your brother?
0: Yeah, I know. Spew. Dragons, Bulldogs, mate. Last game of the round uh, at Wynn Stadium. So... Uh, Tao Moga we mentioned at the start of the pod, he's out with a shoulder injury. Uh, do not buy him; he's not playing this week. Um, the A twins are playing on each wing, Max and Matt. So, do you so, reckon they get mixed up? Their names get mixed up all the time.
1: Yep. And I have written that the Guy twins on the wing is a cool news story, but I'll gloss over it because Super Coach. Yep. And none it. of them are relevant.
0: No, they. You know are what not.
1: I do wish would happen? They would free. Oluwatu.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we all need to remember he's seven, this kid's 18 years old. Like uh, we, as a super coach fan, you'd love, you just want to see a, a really nice cheapy five, eight come into the team and it's going to save your team. You're going to be able to downgrade, et cetera, et cetera. But um, he still made a fair few errors on the weekend in cup. He, he He's very raw. And I think if they threw him into the wolves right now, it probably wouldn't be the best move. Which is disappointing well, for our super to win coach team.
1: Anyway, you can just blood him through,
0: or you can just do what we did and just chuck a, a rookie fullback into your team and just let him, you know, do his best. He actually or you looked can okay. play
1: a thirty five year old Josh Reynolds and it'll, it'll bring you some wins.
0: Yeah, I don't understand this move, and I, who knows? I really don't get it. But I mean, hey, maybe they're just trying to get the fans back into it. Everybody loves the grub over in Canterbury, so um, yeah, but
1: they don't love them anywhere else.
0: To be fair, when he came on the field the other day, he picked him up, put him on his back. Like He, did, he played some pretty good footy. So, he did look pretty good, yeah. Uh, but how's he going to go over 80 minutes? We, we don't know. So definitely not anything super coach relevant there. Flanagan's gone. is uh, in reserves. So he's in the extended bench. So just keep an eye out. You never know. There might be a little bit of a swap on the cards. Who knows? Farmanu Brown's also due to return um, from that, uh, I think it was dislocated elbow or something, but that's not relevant either. Um, we talked about Tyrell Sloan already. Uh, so I won't touch on that again. Um, the other guy I want to talk about, Jack DeBellin. Now, yeah. s- finally starting lock, um, after that yeah. injury at the start of the season, they eased him in, they eased his minutes in the first couple of games he played, maybe 35 and 45 minutes or something like that. So he, he did drop a little bit of cash. He had 68 minutes in the game yesterday. His price looks like it's bottomed out. He's got a break even of about 20. He's a dual position front row, center row, uh, second row thoughts on Jack DeBellin as an option.
1: I like it, but if you're doing it, you want to do it this week. Um a lot of us have Christian Welch. He's not playing this week. Jack DeBellin won't be playing Origin. Christian Welch will be.
0: Yep. So do I you actually think we really, really like it? What you're saying is you'd rather him at
1: front row? I'd rather him at front row. I'm not playing him in the second row. There's too many higher upside players. I don't think you have a high ceiling with Jack DeBellin. No, I you think don't. you have a lower floor, but you don't have a high ceiling. You have got a higher floor,
0: lower ceiling for sure. Like you know, yeah, you, he's gonna absolutely. you're gonna plug you're gonna plug and play him, and he's gonna get you between fifty to sixty five every single week. He made yep. I think fifty tackles on the weekend, uh, and I had a look at his runs, and he, I think he only took like eleven runs or ten runs or something. So he's not really doing much, um, but he's just a tackle bot at this point, no attacking stats whatsoever. So you know what you're gonna get from him, but and I love I chasing melt- upside.
1: I'm just, yeah, I like chasing upside and that's going to win you the comp. I think that it's just going to save you spot. I'm not wasting the trade going Christian Welch to Jack DeBellin, I don't think. And I'm definitely not playing Jack DeBellin in the second row.
0: All right. So we said we love chasing upside. Another guy around this price point is our boy, Tevita Pangai Jr. at 525k. Okay. So what are your thoughts on I... if you had to pick a guy between Jack DeBellin, Josh Curran, Tavita Pangai Jr.? Who's your pick?
1: I'm just checking Tavita's uh, break-even of 64. Yeah, it's high. Jack DeBallon plays that first buy, so it's Jack DeBallon for me. Who's, like, not very owned at all. I prefer Tavita Pangai Jr. for points and a little bit. I think Tavita Pangai Jr. has an 80 in him. I don't. I'm not sure. Jack DeBellin does. Tavide I mean, Peng it's also he's probably going to drop to 450 at some stage throughout the year, and I'll probably grab him. I probably won't grab Jack DeBellin.
0: I mean, TPJ's one dumb thing away from being suspended for a month as well. We know that. And also... How you,
1: has Jack DeBellin missed with suspension compared to... to just depends Peyoie? what kind
0: of kind of suspension <laughs> we're talking about here. Um, I'm just
1: saying games missed. Off
0: field, off field. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, who knows? Uh, obviously, I think Jack DeBellin won't be running
1: around doing those kind of things again. But Would you add hey, Jack DeBellin? Are you looking at him this week?
0: I mean, I've got the option to go Dory up to somebody around that price point. Anything under 570K. So, I mean... DeBellin, Curran, even Jackson Ford. I mean, he's probably topped out in price now, but he's probably got the best job security. He's probably got, in terms of just a plug and play every single week, he's got the job security now. He's playing 80 on an edge. He's been one of the only guys that stayed in this team. It looks like his spot solidified.
1: Scored a try and got 67, though. It's not super inspiring.
0: Oh, for sure. You're paying 480K for a 480K base
1: at the start of the year. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm, he's probably my least favourite. I just love the TPJ upside. Uh, he's offloading, he's tackle busting, playing in the middle it's of the filth. field. It's filth. I hate, And that's what I'm here for.
1: I hate how much I just keep looking at every week. I said if he scored more than 50 last week, I was moving Welch to him this week. That's he right, didn't. didn't too. So I set conditions to my dumb decisions, and <laughs> TPJ is not coming into my team this week.
0: Spewing. Fearing, I might just I might just do it so you can live vicariously through me and laugh at me when he gets suspended for a month. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: do it. You'll be thirty thousandth by the next week. So.
0: Oh yeah, love it, um, mate. Thoughts on trades this week? Talk us through what you're
1: So, doing. so I know it's super boring, um, but I'm looking at AKP, AKP or Warbrick uh, to AJ, leaning towards AKP uh, just because he's got that high break even. And that means I hold Turbo, and I hold CNK. I can really see myself panicking and going CNK to Tyrell Sloan to make that money. Yeah. But like thinking about how I want my team to look in ten weeks, CNK is the only real person in this discussion. Oh, I suppose Turbo. I just mentioned his name, but CNK is somebody that I can see that I want in ten weeks' time. Um, his job security is good. Um. He's been fantastic. He's been instrumental to the way that the Warriors are playing. He just scored 77 in 55 minutes against the Storm. Put that into perspective. He's going to play round 13 because he'll be right in three weeks' time. Um, that's too long of a break, really. Yeah, I know it's a tough hold, but when I look at my center wingers being Val Holmes, Ruben Garrick, Joseph Manu, and Alex Johnston, I can probably just keep CNK on the bench there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't hate it. if I held it, if I had him right now, I'd probably sell him. I just feel like you could get much more out of somebody being in that spot for three weeks. Um you're saying at the moment your bench is looking really thin and you're gonna struggle with Cleary being out.
1: Um I'm also a know. trade behind you. Like I'm looking at 29 and Maybe it's just a mental thing. Like um, in car sales, we look at the fact that you set a car at nineteen nine ninety, and it's not twenty grand. Well, I don't have thirty trades anymore because I've got twenty nine. Um, <laughs> I think it, I think it's just a mental thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Look, I'll probably just I'll probably press the button and go Sloan, but yep. yeah, it'll be reluctantly. I honestly yeah. might even go Warbrick to Sloan, really. I've yeah, got am sitting there. I don't like Warbrick. He's got 20 break-even. I'm not going to play him on any of the weeks that he plays 80 anyway. Yeah. So, no.
0: Yeah, I think what well, you could move on Warbrick for Sloan, and Sloan could make 100, 100K or whatever, honestly, or he could come out and get 15 this week and all his cash is gone. So, yeah. it, it's it's one of those risks that you, you take hoping that the draw is going to be good and that he's going to get some attacking stats. But he has looked better this year. So, I don't mind it eye-test-wise. Um so, I mean, the more I talk about it, the more I might even hold Turbo. I don't. I'm, I'm actually not quite sure. I'll update everybody on my Twitter with my final, final trades. But at the moment, I've got Turbo out, Sloan in, um, and I can move Garrick down to fullback. It didn't really matter because Sloan's dual as well. Um, Do you have AKP? No, I traded him last week, okay, so he cool. went to he went to Manu, I think, from memory. So yeah, cool, nice. Um, and then I can so I still have Matt Dory sitting there kind of doing nothing for me as a bit of an AE AIガ'm nightmare agent. playing. Yeah, well, uh, he's an AE nightmare. So he might even ruin my Nico loop if I don't trade him out this week. Um, so I could go up to anybody sub 570K. So we already had that chat. Jack DeBellin, maybe the front runner. uh Tevita Pangai Jr. if I'm feeling a bit spicy tomorrow afternoon. Who knows? Um, You can't go all the way up to Ryan Madison? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'll have another look. I mean, I could sell Walsh instead and keep Turbo. Sell Walsh at the top at the peak, uh, knowing he's got a hard run of games come up. I could get Mulitalo I could get anybody I want in the center wing then really, and also then get someone like a Jack DeBellan at the two RF. So maybe that's the I point. really
1: like Mulitalo this week. I don't want to try and push you one way or another, but I really like Mulatalo's matchup this week. I can see him scoring a ton. I think we dodged a bullet watching him score 67 and you know blowing that try. That's probably, oh, person I'm that oh, that's probably the most nervous about. That's probably the most – imagine having him any time try scorer. Um, yeah. That's probably the most nervous I am about any player this week.
0: Yeah, is okay.
1: Just, is just not owning Molotalo. I feel like I dodged a bullet. I don't believe in, like, the universe telling me shit. But me missing out on him last week, I felt like I dodged a bullet. And, yeah, I just feel like I need to be adding him. I can't afford to just use one trade and to go straight to Molotalo from AKP. So that's why Alex Johnston's there.
0: Yeah, Molotalo, like, most of his scores have been above 60 this year. Like, even games he doesn't score a try, he's still scoring in the 60s. Like, his base has actually improved this year. Ha- actually, And Nico to
1: goes that side. Look. Nico, like, Nico obviously pushes the whole team wherever he wants. He puts his whole team on his back. And, yeah, loves Molotalo. So. That's it. Yeah,
0: mate, uh, maybe I'm, you've talked me into doing that. We'll see. Um, Nico VC, C on Manu at this stage. Imagine, yeah, I me mean, Joey Manu when he's touching the ball 35 times a game against a Warriors side with no Toru Harris, no Jazz Tavanga, no Nickel Kluxed, and no Dylan Walker. Yeah. Goodness, mate, that could be anything. Could be a bloodbath. Could be, could be a
1: bloodbath. Could be 150. I honestly oh, ho- need to see 130 or... I might even need to see 140 from Nico before I consider him looping him because Joey Manu could go massive. He didn't even look that good last week and he scored 90.
0: Yeah. the Dare I say in the end.
1: Dare I say it? He didn't even look that good and he scored 90.
0: Mm. Good point. Good point. Um, let's tackle some questions before we wrap up very quickly. Um, God, we've got can you answer tons one? here. Yep, but. I can. I will cover it. Um, all right. All right cj williams g'day Cam. how are you mate Uh, got 17 players before trades with one front row forward should you just vc hines you're going to get the automatic ae uh well, yeah i would uh, i think it's a free loop uh you, you're going to cop the the ae anyway you may as well vc hines and just it, it could be the easiest decision of your weekend really um I, I hate going straight C on a Thursday night, so I, I like that option. And also, front row forward is so shit this year. It's terrible. So I feel like if you're, you're forcing a trade on a player that's going to get you 50 uh, in the front row forward, you may as well just take advantage of that free loop this week. So that would be my play. Um, Another few questions on here. Corey Horsburgh. Steve is asking back to back 70s. I'd lie. I'd be lying if I said I haven't looked at him. Um, I think I'm just a little bit burnt by the start of the year, Steve. And and obviously, like, I I don't like Ricky Roulette. I don't trust Ricky Stewart with any of his rotations. Uh, I mean, the last two weeks, he's got 71 minutes and he's got 56 and 62. Uh, He's got a 95 as well. But I mean, last two weeks have been good. 30 odd tackles, good, actually all in base the last two weeks, 481k. Um, I'd probably still prefer like a, a Jack DeBellin at an extra 30k if you can afford to spend that kind of cash. But hey, there's worse options. He's dual position as well, which will help flexibility um, when you're making trades. So really don't mind Corey Horsbrough, but I, I don't know. I'm not going to fall victim to Ricky Roulette again. So,
1: um,
0: what else have we got on here? So, Queenslander is well, asking. So
1: my problem with Corey Horsburgh is how good Harrower and Ira has been, and yep. Ricky Roulette might actually be making the right decision by playing Harrower and Ira instead of him.
0: Yep. Yeah, good decision. Good, good shout. I think. Th- yeah, I, I, I was really high on bloody Harrower and Ira at the start of the season. I thought he was going to so, get a lot more time.
1: Yeah, I. I love the way that Harawira Naira plays, and I actually prefer Harawira Naira over Corey Horsburgh. Um Honestly, I'd be picking Hudson Young over any of them right now because I feel like his job security is better. I feel like Ricky plays him a lot more every week.
0: He's kind of the only guy that doesn't fall victim to Ricky Roulette, isn't he? Um, Hudson yeah, Young, I'm him, and, him at- and Joey Tarpany.
1: I tell you what, I'm looking at Hudson Young just thinking that he could be my pod play. Because everybody's yeah. burnt by him thinking that he's 700K. Like, unless you're watching these sorts of things, like when he goes into the 500s next week and you can straight swap it, Zach Hosking to him, he'll sign me up.
0: Yep. Yeah, good shout. Good shout. Queensland is asking uh, Jennings in as a downgrade in the center wing. I'd say no.
1: Yeah, that's that's going to be enough for me. That dog. One.
0: Yep. Uh, is Cardi a sell this week? Shots is asking. I'd say yes. Uh,
1: four weeks ago. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, bench roll now, less minutes, scoring thirties, bleeding cash. Yeah,
1: get 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 rid of him as soon as possible. He is more urgent than Matt Dory.
0: Yep. Uh, Peachy. So Queensland is also saying or asking if Peachy has ta- Tago's job security for a month. I don't think he does I personally.
1: Like, yeah, I feel like you're getting too spicy um, with a couple of those. Like, like you're looking for pods, but you're also looking for relevance. Like, you could legit be adding a guy that's not playing this week.
0: Steve, uh, Isaiah Papali'i might be a look in a couple of weeks. Could be sub 600K. I had a look at him and he was, I think, still 660, but he's dropped a ton of cash so far. So that could keep going down. But honestly, I would not want to pick up Isaiah Papali'i from the West Tigers. I think we all continue to look at him as IPAP from Eels last year, but he's not. he doesn't look like the same player this year at the Tigers. So I'm not a fan. No,
1: and... I don't think too many people are looking at him as the IPAP. Like he's 3% owned. We're not looking at him as the IPAP from last year, but I'm, I've added guys. I added two guys last week with a 100 break even. I'm not adding a guy from the Tigers with a 93 break even.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Anybody on the Tigers, we said we're not going to grab. And I've convinced Steve, Jack DeBellin is the man. So let's, uh, let's see how that plays out. I mean, you're going to get a consistent he- 60 from him.
1: Yeah, and like... I'm considering it. I'm just not sure it's worth a trade when my trades are in the 20s. Um, You know what I mean? Like I'm going Christian Welch to Christian Welch 2.0.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't know. I I think everybody still thinks about Jack DeBellin in bloody 2016 or whatever it was when he was like a just a beast in fantasy and super coach and he'd get you 75 every single week. You know what you were going to get? But it's I'll tell you what, I
1: wish I wish I was uh, looking at Sean Johnson from 2014 because he was scoring about the same amount of super coach points.
0: <laughs> he was. He was. It's Sean Johnson's playing out of his skin, playing some really good footy. So yeah. um, missed the boat on him, though, unfortunately. Yes. Um, mate, anything else to add? We've covered all the questions. Uh, any last comments?
1: Not really. Um, yeah, just thanks everyone for watching. Um, I think there's a lot of news to come out of Insight in the next couple of weeks. Um, So stay tuned, uh, see what we've got in the works and um, yeah, we'll see you all after uh, on Sunday.
0: Yep. See you Sunday guys. Good luck this week. Plenty of green arrows, hopefully for everybody involved. Make sure to subscribe if you got to the end as well, guys, we'd really appreciate it. Good luck this week. Catch you on Sunday.
1: Cheerio.